Okay, so go ahead and line your backs. And uh, we'll be mostly on our backs tonight and a little bit on on our fronts. So if you want uh, to have anything, you know, if you're on the bare floor, sometimes it's all right to do the lesson on the bare floor, but when you're face down, sometimes people want a little something between their nose and their mouth and the floor for that. And let me know when you're ready for the windows to be closed. And I'll scoot around and close them when the cold air on the floor gets too much. So feel how you're resting on the floor. Feel how your legs rest. The whole length of your back from your buttocks to your shoulders. How that all rests. How your head rests. And now here's an interesting thing. When you lie on the floor, there's a pretty limited range of options for how your legs might rest, how your back might rest, how your head might rest. But there's a whole wide range of options for what you might have done with your arms. I didn't specify, I didn't say. So you interpret it in your own way and you just... Some of you have your arms right down along your side. Maybe they're on top of you. Maybe your palm up or palm down. Or the little pinky side of your hand on the floor. Lots of differences. So what if all of you took your arms down to about 45 degrees from your body on the floor? And see what that feels like. And then go back to where you started from and just compare those two. So you go back to where you started from and then you put your hands at just this arms at this 45 degree angle. And maybe you can ask yourself, was there some reason I put my arms where I did? Is there something that feels subtly different? Not so comfortable maybe or... I could use the word not so natural, but what does natural mean? don't know. Might be a good description for you. It might not. Or maybe it really doesn't matter. Maybe it's just neutral. It doesn't matter whether your arms are in one position or the other. Might be something you feel in your elbows or in your shoulders or in your neck, or your jaw. And then try one more variation. Try your arms at that 45 degrees, but turn your palms towards the floor so your palms are down. And feel what... It's not just a movement of your hands, all sorts of things adjusted to turn your palms down, right? Your elbows, how do they feel? Your shoulders. Again, maybe your neck, maybe your jaw, maybe your chest, maybe your breathing changes. 
Maybe there's some reason you feel inside yourself that you didn't spontaneously just plunk your arms down like this. And then everyone turn their palms down in this position and just notice how your palms rest on the floor. So how much do they make contact? Is it more the outside border, the base of the palm, or towards the fingers, or where? What part of the palm really rests on the floor, on your left and on your right? And leave that alone and take a rest. And if you're new tonight, everyone has to hear my old, old, old joke over again that probably in your life you've never been asked to do so little and then rest afterwards. So welcome to Feldenkrais. We're all about experiencing and feeling and then assimilating, letting that feeling and experience sink in afterwards. Resting is the often undervalued part of learning. Okay, so roll over and come onto your stomach now. Lie in your stomach. And extend your right arm out to the side. About... Yeah, shoulder height. Extend your right arm. And see what it's like to lift that right arm away from the floor. Lift your right arm away from the floor. See what that's like. So your arm's extended about shoulder height, about 90 degree angle from yourself. Lift and put it down again. And now lift, and when you've got that arm in the air, draw a circle with your hand. Draw a circle. Let's feel what that's like. And this is Feldenkrais, so don't uh, push it. What you're interested to see is what's a comfortable size of circle for you to do. Pay attention to the quality. The actual circular shape of it, we can intend to do a circle and what comes out the end of the arm might be an oval or an ellipse or a trapezoid or a rhomboid or, I don't know, an unnameable shape. So you kind of monitor yourself and see, can it really be a circle? And try it the other direction. Take rest whenever you need to, by the way. Or whenever you want to. Take the circle in the other direction. Okay. And leave that. And now place your left ear on the floor. So you're looking towards right if you're not already doing that. And, oh, bend your right knee up towards yourself. If you didn't already just do that. Okay. 
So you yeah, draw your left knee up alongside, or your right knee, sorry, up alongside you towards your stomach. So slide your knee open to the side and up along the floor. Yep. Yep. And then just begin to lift your fingers away from the floor so that you're lifting, you're bending your fingers back towards the back of your hands. So your palm stays on the floor. And start with you just lifting your fingers away, bending your fingers a little bit back. And your thumb and your little finger, all of your fingers. So you just do that and then let go. Don't hold anything. You just bend your fingers back and then let them down again and see how easy that is to do. Are all five fingers, four fingers in your thumb, are they able to lift, bend backwards? So you really have your arm out sort of straight sideways. Sideways, sideways, yeah. Mm -hmm. You lift your fingers back, leaving your palm on the floor for now. And then in sequence, you lift your fingers and bend your fingers, your thumb backwards, and then bend at the wrist too so that your palm comes off the floor. So you're bending your fingers away, towards you rather, and then bending your palm. And keep going so that you can still have that fingers bent backwards effect. You know, if you really bend your hand all the way backwards, maybe your fingers don't bend even further back. So keep that so you end up sort of with a scoop at the back of your hand. Your fingers are bent backwards and then you bend your wrist backwards. So there's an angle at your wrist and an angle at the joint at the base of your fingers. Angles at the joints at the base of your fingers. So you bend your fingers back and then bend your wrist back. And when you've got it bent back, you sort of have it like your palms pushed out. Your fingers bent back. And now continue that so that you can bend your fingers and your wrist back and then lift your whole arm away from the floor, keeping your fingers and your palm and your wrist bent backwards and put it down again. Just bend everything backwards, bend your fingers back first, bend your wrist back first and then lift your whole arm away from the floor. And just see how high you can lift that. How far can this go? How far can this go, of course, without hurting yourself? Okay, so gradually you lift your arm further back or up. And when you've reached the sort of height you can reach, lifting your arm back, draw circles like this. Keep your fingers folded back, your wrist folded back, and you draw circles with your whole arm. Big circle around that point in your shoulder. See what that circle's like. Turn the circle around and go in the other direction. Really, your wrist is pushing out, your palm is pushing out, so your fingers is like a scoop at the back of your hand. Your fingers are bent back, your wrist is bent back. Yeah. And 
leave that, come down, straighten both legs again. And then just simply lift this one arm away from the floor, your right arm away, feel what that's like now. Let's try once or twice, see if that's changed, how that arm lifts. And then come onto your back and take a rest. And then come over onto your stomach again. And now extend your left arm. Place your right ear on the floor. And leave your leg long for now. Leave both legs long for now. And see what you want to do with your right arm. Does it help or hinder to have your right arm bent up along your beside your head or to have it alongside you? See that as you do the next movement. So... Like this, lift your left arm away from the floor as high as you lift it. It's like on this side. Lift that arm. And is it easier to do that with your right arm how? With your right arm folded up so the hand's alongside your face or bent down so your whole right arm's alongside you? Try those two and see if it makes a difference for how you lift your arm. Just figure out for yourself what makes more sense. And then lift your left arm away from the floor and make circles. Draw circles with your hand. Make a circle with your left hand. Try that in the one direction. And try it in the other direction. Okay, and leave that and now you can bend your left knee up. So bend your left knee towards your stomach, slide your left knee up on the floor. Alright, so now your pelvis is rolled a little bit backwards, right? And begin to lift your left fingers away from the floor. So your palm stays on the floor. The top of your palm, the base of your finger stays on the floor, but you bend back your left fingers and your left thumb. And listen to each finger. How does each finger lift backwards? And can the whole of your palm stay on the floor? So you lift each, lift the fingers all together, but with your mind and your mind's eye, you pay attention to each finger individually and feel how it lifts along with them all and then back to the floor.
Always just lifting and then going back. And then gradually begin to fold the next joint backwards. Lift your palm away from the floor. Bend back at your wrist. And really pay attention. Do this first one step and then the next. So you bend your fingers backwards and then you bend your palm backwards and you feel there might be a certain point where you're bending your palm backwards where it's like your fingers have straightened out. They're no longer scooped even further backwards than your palm. Look for that point. Look for that point so you pay attention to really the difference between having both your fingers bent backwards and your wrist bent backwards and just having your wrist bent backwards, right? Because you could just lift your whole hand backwards without bending your fingers backwards. See what that's like. That's one thing. But then it's another thing to really bend your fingers backwards, then bend your wrist backwards, and then it's like your whole palm is really pushing out, pushing out and pushing away from you. It's like you want to push something away from you that you also don't really want to touch. So, you're not touching it with your fingers, just your palm pushing away from you. Now leave your hand down and just lift your thumb and your little finger away from the floor. Just bend your thumb and your little finger backwards. Try that. Lift them away and let them come down again. And then leave your thumb and little finger on the floor and just lift the three middle fingers backwards. And feel what that's like. And then all five fingers, lift all five fingers, bend your palm backwards and begin to lift your hand from the floor. Lift your arm. Bend your fingers backwards, then bend your wrist backwards, so your palms protruding and then lift your whole arm. And lift your arm backwards as much as is possible, as much as easy for you without too much strain. And in that place, begin to make a circle around your shoulder. Your palm still protruding, still your palm furthest away. 
still like your palm is pushing. Your fingers are bent backwards, your wrists bent backwards. And turn that circle around, go in the other direction. And then leave that, bring your arm down. And just with your hands simple, not doing anything special with your hand, lift your arm away from the floor and see if that's different, if that's easier than before. Nothing special with your hand. Okay, and leave that. Come onto your back and take a rest. Okay, with the window. Okay, and now staying on your back, stretch out your arms, straight 90 degree angle on either side of you. And close your palms into fists, close your hands into fists, not a tight fist. The word fist just already has people thinking, you know, or clench. But just you're folding your fingers, you're folding your thumb together. Not clenching them, just folding them. And now come back out with your thumb, take your thumb back to the floor so that your thumbnail touches the floor on both sides. Your thumbnails touch the floor. The other fingers stay curled. Your thumbnails touch the floor. And now can you press lightly on your thumbnail. Your other fingers stay curled like they're in the fist and press lightly with your thumbnail so you can lift your arms, the back of your hand away from the floor. So it's like you're kind of poised. You make a bridge from your shoulders to your thumbnail. And do this like any movement in the Feldenkrais lesson. You're looking for the connection. You're looking to make it easy. Looking to make it smooth. Can you really feel how your skeleton, how the connections from your shoulders to your thumbnail support? Is it clear? Is it the same on both sides? Is the quality smooth? Is it a bit trembly? What's it like? With a small, small movement, it's easy to overdo it. So, even for a simple light movement, can you make it easier, lighter? Find the extra effort you don't need and get rid of it. Is it stronger on one side than the other? You actually 
press more easily or more with the left thumb or the right thumb. Okay, and then leave that and fold your thumb in again. And now take your index finger out. So you leave your fist, but you take your index finger out till the nail on your index finger comes to the floor. And now look for that connection. Can you just press with the nail of your index fingers to lift your arm away from the floor, your arms? How's that on each side? How clear is the connection? And now close the index finger and can you take your middle finger back to touch the floor and the other finger still stay folded. Can the other finger still stay folded? Now some of you are remembering last week's lesson. And so just your middle finger. Funny, eh? Might not be obvious actually. Your other fingers want to unfold, yeah? So play with that. Okay, start just with can you leave your other fingers folded and get your fingernail of your middle finger on the floor and then once you've managed that can you just exert that little bit of pressure on your middle finger fingernail and lift your hands away lift your sorry not your hands lift your arms away from the floor it's like a bridge from the nail of your middle finger to your shoulders and come down And try that, see, are your other fingers unfolding? Can your other fingers stay folded into that kind of fist-like structure? And then fold that ring middle finger in again, and now can you take the nail of your ring finger to the floor. Now we really remember last week's lesson. Okay, last week we explored the neurological reasons why this is really weird to do. Yeah, so you go, wait a minute, I thought I had control of that finger. I thought it was an independent figure. And no, hmm. If you keep your other, well, first start, just start with your loose fist and start to take that middle finger backwards. And then you go, wait a minute, all these other fingers, not your middle finger, I mean your ring finger. All these other fingers want to go along. Your little finger wants to go along. Your ring finger wants to go along. It's almost like they're all glued together, but they're only glued together in your brain. They're not actually glued together in your muscles or your tendons or your... Funny, eh? So you try. Yeah, can you get it back to the floor? Maybe you put all of the fingernails on the floor and then go at it the other direction. Oh, God.
try it the other way around. Put all of your fingernails on the floor, the backs of all of your fingernails, and then try lifting the thumbs away. Okay, fine. Lift the little finger away. Lift the index finger. Okay, can each of these fingers see? Can you lift that one finger away but leave the other fingers on the floor? Until you can isolate that ring finger, lift the other fingers away and leave the ring fingernail on the floor. And notice if you start to, well, the next thing we start to do is bite our tongue or chew around with our lips and go like, wait a minute, it's like we're five years old and we're trying to use scissors again and we do all this stuff with our mouth. Mm, Wait. Mm. It's like the first time you ever tried to wiggle your ear or raise one eyebrow. Okay, so close into a fist again and you can help with your thumb. You can hold your little finger and see, can you get the nail of your ring finger on the floor? (laughs) And press with the nail of your ring finger and lift your whole arm away. Crazy, crazy stuff. Uh Uh-huh, sure. Okay, and then your little finger. Now, your little finger is going to be relatively easy compared to this. Close everything into a fist again and take your little finger, thumbnail, that thumbnail, the, the, the nail of your little finger against the floor and then lift your arms away. So you're like making a bridge from your little fingernail to your shoulders. And then leave that and extend your hands and press all your nails into the floor, all five nails into the floor. And press with them so that you protrude your palms away from the floor. If nails of all of your fingers are pressing back into the floor and you protrude your palms away from the floor, your arms can come away, your wrist comes away. And then like that with your palm protruded away from the floor, lift just your thumbs away from the floor and go back. And then just your index finger away from the floor and back. So your all the nails are pressing and your palms are protruded away. And then your middle finger. And then your fourth finger, ring finger. The ring finger's not quite as confused this time. And then your pinkies. Nails are pressing, your palms protruded, and just your pinkies lift and go back. Okay, and down, leave that, and take a rest. That's funny, eh? We think we've got great control over our fingers. We do amazing things with them. So I said there'd be a little brain puzzle somewhere in the middle. There you go.
And feel what's changing, anything changing in your contact with the floor. We've just been focusing so much on the arms, the hands, the fingers. Is there anything changing in how your back rests, your shoulders, your head, your legs? And now lift both of your arms towards the ceiling, both of your hands towards the ceiling. And now bend your fingers back and bend your wrists back so that you're protruding, pushing the palms, your palms towards the ceiling. And try that. Do that and let go of it. So do that several times. And really each time you clarify that, you're really finding your fingers bent back and then your wrists bent back. So really your palms are protruding more. Your palms are going to push the ceiling. Imagine it's like you're going to push the ceiling with your palms, the heel of your palm and the part of your palm at the base of your fingers, but your fingers and your thumb won't touch as you're pushing the ceiling. Just try that. Look for that feeling. Look for that shape of your hands. Fingers bend back, thumb bends back, your palm pushes forward. Like you want to push with those two big series of joints at your wrist and at your base of your fingers. Try it with your fingers sort of pointed parallel with your body. Fingertips towards over your head. I like that. Okay. Leave that and rest. And then come over onto your stomach again. And now stretch out both of your arms at 90 degrees from yourself. Both your arms straight out from yourself. With both your arms stretched out, begin to lift all of your fingers, all ten of them now, away from the floor. You leave your palms on the floor. So lift your fingers away and put them down again. 
just your fingers, leaving your palms for now. So just bend your fingers backwards. Still your palms, all your palms on the floor. Feel what that's like. What happens across the front of you, across the back of you? I say you try to teach a lesson that's about something in specific, but I know after I was playing around with this lesson, I got up and it like completely changed how I walked. So, whatever, my hips were different. I can't say, but this really, it, we're talking about the fingertips, but really powerfully reorganizes the shoulders. Feel what this kind of movement does across the front of you, across your sternum, across your back. And feel what it does as you continue to lift, so you bend your whole hands back now, lift your palms away. So first you lift your fingers away, then you lift your palms away, bend the back of your hands backwards. And now keep going so you start to lift both arms backwards. You lift your fingers backwards, lift your palms backwards, and you lift both arms and come down. And now leave that and bend up your left knee. Slide your left knee up along the floor. Bend your left knee and put your right ear on the floor. Both arms still out at 90 degrees. And lift both sets of fingers backwards, both hands backwards. So you take your, bend your fingers backwards, bend your palms backwards, the backs of your hands backwards and now lift just your left arm away from the floor. Take your left arm up and back towards your right arm. Come down. See how casually I said that? Take your left arm backwards towards your right arm. But you know, you might not touch, that's fine. (laughs) You might not even imagine touching, that's fine. So, but you keep your fingers and your wrist bend backwards on your right arm as well. So the fingers and the wrists are bent backwards on both arms and you lift your left arm away, away. See how high it lifts, how far it goes towards your right arm. Leaving your fingers and your wrist on your right arm bent backwards. Okay, now that's too easy, right? So turn your head and look the other way. Place your left ear on the floor now. And bend your fingers, bend your wrists backwards. And continue to lift now. Your left arm still your left arm. Lift your left arm back towards your right arm, towards your right hand. 
There's some Feldenkrais translation here towards. It means think of going in that direction. It doesn't mean get there. And it certainly doesn't mean hurt yourself to get there. So you just go in that direction. How far do you go? Come down again. Don't push. Don't strain. If it's a crazy idea, acknowledge it's a crazy idea. And have fun with it. And then turn your head back so your right ear is on the floor again. And again, bend all those fingers backwards, bend both wrists backwards. Lift your left arm back towards behind you, back towards your right arm. See how far it goes now. Keep your right wrist bent back as you lift your left arm back towards your right. And lead back. Come onto your back and rest on your back. Okay, and then come onto your stomach again. And extend your arms out either side of you. Bend your left leg up again. But this time place your left ear on the floor so you're looking to the right. Or your left cheek if your ear doesn't go wherever, but your face looking right. And bend your fingers back on both sides. Bend your palms back on both sides. And now lift your right arm away from the floor like you're going to take your right hand back towards your left hand. A little bit more difficult maybe. Just a bit. You come down again. So you keep your fingers and your wrist folded backwards on the left. Take your right hand back in that direction. 
And then try with your right ear on the floor. Turn your head so your right ear is on the floor. And now try again. Everything's working against your right arm now, so be very gentle with yourself. Don't push it. Position of your head isn't helping. The position of your knee isn't helping. Nothing's helping. Both arms, the fingers, the palms folded backwards. Okay, and then help yourself a little bit. So switch your legs around. Turn your face now to the right. Left ear on the floor. Bend your fingers backwards on both hands, your palms backwards. With your wrists, with your palms protruded like this, lift your right arm. Take it back like your right hand's going back towards your left hand. And then turn your face so your right ear is on the floor now. Try again. And then place your left ear on the floor again. And again, both hands, the fingers bent backwards, palms protruding, wrists bent backwards. You lift your right hand towards your left hand behind you. And then leave that, come onto your back, roll onto your back. And just lie on your back. Notice how you lie now. Place your arms at that 45 degree angle. Or maybe you find your arms are already pretty close to that 45 degree angle. Turn your palms down. See what that feels like now. How do your palms rest on the floor now? How does that feel in your shoulders or your neck?
and then roll to your side, come up to sitting and standing. And as you stand, feel how you stand, how you're adjusted, how your weight falls or how your weight hangs. Anything different from usual? (laughs) 